Right, 18 minutes after 11 o'clock, we start with our Family Matters feature now. And today we're discussing relationships between parents and children, particularly unhealthy relationships between parents and children. Um, there comes a time when a child needs the parent, right, for development. There's that, that form of dependency between the two. Uh, but then there comes a time when the child is older. And they must learn to fend for themselves. And, and the parent must also accept that the child is, is older. And when that doesn't happen, right, you've got people who become so heavily dependent on their parents or vice versa. And when you've got that, that can create an unhealthy relationship between the parent and the child. I mean, we, we, we have all had emotional attachments to our parents, whether healthy or unhealthy. You know, healthy dependence between a parent and a child changes as children move through the different developmental stages. For instance, the child, you know, progressively needs less and less of their parent as they grow up. However, when that fails to occur, there's an unhealthy attachment that develops, which can lead to a dysfunctional and imbalanced emotional bond between a parent and a caregiver. There are instances where boundaries between a parent and a child are so blurred you know, that there's excessive emotional involvement and dependence. And and it's in those cases where you see a child's sense of individuality being suppressed. And that that makes it challenging for them to develop their own identity and make independent decisions. I I, I read yesterday also about this concept of, um, let's, let's first talk about even the role reversal, where the child may take on a parental role. Right, where they're emotionally supporting the parent instead of receiving the support themselves. And that can affect their emotional development and create, again, an imbalanced power dynamic. So do you have an unhealthy relationship with your parent or with your child? Do you think you might have a codependent relationship with that parent or that child? And, and what have been um, the consequences of this? Joining us now, to help us uh, guide us through this conversation is Nkateko Ndala Mahoro, who is um, a clinical psychologist. She's a counseling psychologist in private practice at Psychic Inc. If you want to share your experiences with us of the kind of relationship you have with your parent or with your child, you know, there's some, some parents who justify downloading too much information to their children. You tell them about how you were violated. They abuse. Sometimes it's even when children are still young to even process, right? That emotional trauma you have gone through that is now being fed to them. And it's things like that that can affect that relationship between parent and child. So to share your experiences with us, give us a call or send us a WhatsApp voice note. Nkateko, uh, thank you so much for making time for us. Welcome back to the show. Good morning. Thank you for having me, Clement, and I also had Madimuza this morning. Um, uh, it's, it's beautiful to, with, to be with you and your listeners. Yeah. What What do we mean when we talk about an unhealthy relationship between a parent and, and child? When is that attachment unhealthy? That is when the roles are reversed, as you right or correctly said right at the beginning when you introduced the topic, uh, where when a child is now 
um, handling the emotional baggage or the emotional burden of the parents. So the parent becomes the child in the relationship and the child becomes the parent in the relationship. And this might be a little bit hard to realize or to, to see. Um, you know, uh, because, you know, sometimes you're saying, but we are supposed to depend on each other. You, you, you mentioned a word called codependency. Yes, as human beings, we are supposed to depend on each other. But when we talk about codependency, we're talking about enmeshment. We're talking about where now boundaries are being blurred instead of the interdependency. Um, the codependency says, I cannot exist without you. You cannot exist without me. You cannot form or formulate your own identity without me um, in, 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 in you. Uh, so therefore, you cannot be an individual without me. What leads to a parent and a child having that kind of relationship? I think um, a couple of things, especially your emotional and mental health issues. Um, these are the main causes. Uh, in places where there's emotional um, and verbal and physical abuse in a home, a child will tend to want to protect um, the, the abused parents, um, where you know the, 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 the mother or the father is abusing alcohol. Again, the child will tend to want to be uh, the parent in the relationship. Um, you know, where then the, the, the parent is also a single parent, is, uh, the parent is going through um, a lot of um, issues or difficulties and they confide heavily or they do not have a support system that is of their own peers. Then um, the parents find themselves thinking that it is okay. Also where the child is quite empathetic and the parent interprets that as being okay to them uh, divulge and um, share with the child and express themselves in uh, you know ways that are not appropriate to the child just because this child is being empathetic, they listen. Sometimes you find that that child listens out of um, uh, obligation or they think they don't have choice or even out of guilt um, or, or being you know um, uh, cut off from you if you are not listening. So a lot of uh, things that happen. Um, as a result of, uh, you know, um, not having a support system or a parent not having a good support system and thinking that it's okay uh, for them to then, uh, you know, put all this emotional burden, um, uh, and I want to call it emotional burden because it is burdensome uh, mm. to the child. They are not yet of the age where they are able to handle all of this heavy, explicit way of you expressing yourself about your love life, about the finances, about the abuse, and even witnessing the abuse themselves. Yeah, and, and I mean, some, some people use the term emotional incest, you know, where there's this unhealthy Absolutely. dynamic where this parent relies on that child for emotional and even practical advice and support. Um, and, and sometimes in, that just is a result of that unhealthy kind of relationship. What do you say, though, Ngateko, to parents who say, well, I don't have anyone to talk to. Uh, my child is almost like, you know, my refuge. I mean, we often hear of children who say, oh, my mom is my best friend or my dad is my best friend. Um, but sometimes the problem with that, I mean, it's amazing when children are, are that close with their, with their parents, but the, sometimes the problem is when there are no boundaries in place. You are, 
interacting with your child as though you guys are of the same age. Um, the child also interacts with you as a parent as though you, you are um, of the same age. So one, what about parents who say, my child is the only one I feel comfortable talking to about the abuse, about the love life, about all the stuff happening in my life. I don't have anyone else. And, and what are the consequences when there are no boundaries that are clearly defined in place? And, and maybe I want to start with the consequences. I think parents then have that as a default setting or as a you know, go-to because they don't have information about what is the impact, what is the consequences, the long-term effects. Um, this has got dire long-term effects on, um, on children. I mean, the first thing will be being unable to form um, meaningful connections with uh, their peers. Um, it's filling their childhood. I mean, if you can think of a child not being a child because maybe they feel obliged to stay with you because you are crying and they are unable to play, you know, just them being outside, being at school, it makes them feel guilty because they're thinking, is my father safe? Is my mother safe? Is my caregiver safe? Um, you know, so uh, the feelings of unworthiness, um, perfectionism, um, being isolated, as I said, from others and their poor self-esteem because they they wonder what did I do to, to deserve the situation because now when a parent is speaking to a child, it's almost like you're making it the, the child's problem. And even developmentally, they, they don't develop at a pace that is normal that we expect for the child of that age to have developed. So they uh, become um, emotionally and sexually mature before their age because you might even be discussing your romantic relationship with them because you don't have any other person to go to. So that's why I want to study in terms of the impact. And to a parent who say, but my child is a go-to, is to say no. Um, you know, and I think I said it uh, earlier on, and it must have been in May when we're talking about parentification, Clement, to say that um, I'm not judging any parent who did not know um, what is the impact. Maybe this show is helpful for the information as an eye-opener, but to say your child cannot be your friend, your child is not a peer, you did not bring a child to be your best friend, go and make other friends. If you are having difficulties to make friends, um, you know, go to a, a, a professional like ourselves, psychologist, who speak through, you know, what is that that is hindering you to make uh, friends of people who are your peers, or go into a support system. Um, a support group where you can now share this emotion. So there are many platforms where you can share um, this information and this emotion in a non-judgmental environment other than with your child. Yeah. How's your relationship with your child, with your parent? Give us a call on 011-883-0702. Are you a type that uh, you share everything with your parent or you share everything with your child? Um, or maybe listening to this conversation, you're reflecting on how much you downloaded on your children about your experiences, whether it's around violence, whether it's around um, their other parents cheating. Were you considerate about how much you share with your children? And at this stage now, are you, are you that kid that is so close to their parent? Um, and, and do you sometimes look at your relationship and think, this is not a healthy relationship. Let me know what your experiences are on 011-883-0702. Send a WhatsApp on 072-702-1702. With Rale Bukhile Mabucha. 
All right, let's go to, to your calls now and your WhatsApps. We have been having a discussion in the previous uh, 30 minutes or so with Nkate Kondala Mahoro, who is uh, with uh, Psych Inc. And we are talking about the relationships between parent and, and, and ch- parents and children. I've been asking what your relationship um, is between you and your parent or between you and, and your child. Is it healthy? Is it not healthy? Lucy, you calling from Four Ways. Good morning. Hi, Clement. Hi. Uh, you know, when I heard about this topic in the morning, when mm. you were introducing it to um, Bongani, I was so excited and I thought I had to listen and also have to phone in because I'm a child. Um, I'm 40 years old. Mm. And my my relationship with my mother, I don't think, has been healthy. Mm. I think that she overshared too much uh, with her relationship with my dad. And that made me also view my dad in a very different way. And that was not that was not right because I'm supposed to look at my mom as my mom and my dad as my dad. Now, if my mom is sharing with me intimate things about her relationship, it's it it has affected my life even in my own relationships. I've I haven't had a, a relationship with a man because of all the things that I've been grappling with and all the challenges and thinking, oh, you know, maybe, you know, I, I don't want this because this might happen. And, and that's all because of, of, of the relationship my mom had with my dad and that she shared with me. And now I'm 40 years old and, you know, mm. I, I, I'm struggling, you know, and I just want to ask your guest, how do, and it continues to happen up to, to, to this day, mm. you know, and I just don't know how to break that a boundary and say no mom uh, you know you've got sisters you've got friends uh, you know let's talk about other things because yeah. this has really not been healthy for me and my relationships uh with men yes oof yeah lucy um and 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 i mean it's so tough as well right lucy to say to mom and say uh, mom i'm sorry but i don't want to talk about this i mean that mm. can be so tough but I suppose what you're asking, and, and I'll get Gateko to come, how can you at least have that conversation so that your mom can see that this is impacting even your relationship and how you see other men, and maybe she just needs to start um, talking to the best friends, you know, or, you know, someone from church about some of the issues. Gateko, um, Lucy, Lucy has a question there. Uh, she references what, what I said earlier about emotional incest, and she just feels vindicated now because... She's always felt like something was wrong because the mom was oversharing a lot about um, a number of issues. And I want to point out something that Lucy has said, and as I was also preparing for this topic, where Lucy's saying, I'm a child. Yes, I know she's referring to the child in the relationship. But also, um, you find that because of that growth that the child needed to do, early on in life as a teenager or even, you know, as maybe as nine or ten years old, um, they did not necessarily embrace being a child and they will still refer to themselves as children much, much later on. As a 40-year-old grown woman, I will still address myself as a child instead of my mother's daughter or you know, my mother's son. So it's, it's very interesting. I, I just wanted to point that out. But mm. um, Lucy, I know it's going to be very, very difficult uh, for you to address this. Uh, sometimes it's, it's, it's more 
um, effective to draw physical boundaries than emotional boundaries. What I mean by that is that you start with, um, you know, uh, making sure that your mother does not have as much access to you physically. And then, then as you learn that, then you are able to then draw emotional boundaries. The reason being, she is going to retaliate. She is going to blackmail you. She is going to uh, be manipulative. Um, it's possible that she has been sabotaging your friendships, your romantic relationships in ways that are explicit or even implicit. Um, and, and so uh, I would say then, uh, spend as less time, but loving time. So, um, you know, do not obviously abandon her um, and, 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 and start saying things. Because if the both of you have not healed from anything that is going on, including yourself, uh, healing from um, being in an ancestral relationship, a COVID, um, uh, sorry, an COVID uh, ancestral relationship, um, you, 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 her retaliation might be seen as rejection and abandonment on your side. So draw physical boundaries before drawing emotional boundaries. And then, then also just um, being in that supportive um, uh, network of seeking help from a professional, um, you know, seeking therapy, and so that you break that cycle. As you said, for you now, you accept it because you view men in a particular way. So it's already now a, a cycle because um, she has painted a picture about your dad to you, and now you are seeing all men as being like your dad. And that is not the case. That's not true. Mm. Wow. All right, uh, Lucy. Good luck, man. Thank you for 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 calling us. Uh, Mpo in Constantia, Tluv. Good morning. Hi. Good morning, Clement. Thank you for having me. I just wanted to comment on uh, what the psychologist has said that sometimes when we share with our kids, we see them as friends, and uh, we need to find our own friends that we can chat with. I am a single mother of a 14-year-old. We live just the two of us. And I tend to do exactly what the psychologist has said, um, sharing with my child. Mm. But I obviously share to a limit. I wouldn't share romantic stuff with him. But every other issue that I'm going through, be mm. it money, being at, um, at work, being it social, I share with him. And the, and the nice thing about him, at 14 years old, he would say to me, Mom, I am not a psychologist. There's nothing I can do for you. You mm. need to find somebody mm. to speak to. Mm. So I used to feel like he's rejecting me when he says that to me. But um, yeah, I'm surprised listening to you now. And you're saying exactly what we tend to mm. do as parents. And um, at his age, I think he's He's intelligent enough to be able to point it out that yeah. he's not a psychologist. There's nothing he can do for me. Yeah. I need to find somebody to speak. But you to. know what I like about that, employees? You have created an, an environment, a space for your son to say, Mommy, um, I think you're crossing the line now. I think you need to speak to someone. You know, there's, there are certain kids who are scared to say that to their parents or, or they feel that, oh, my, my mom or my dad is going to feel so rejected and, and they're worried. So they just take it, even if it's affecting them and there's not much they can do about it. So I'm so glad um, for that you've raised a son who can also say, uh-uh, um, just be aware of what you're doing as, as a mom. So since then, how are you sharing these issues now? Do you have friends? You know what, Clement, I think I'm a stubborn old um, 
cow uh-huh. because I continue and what he does, he will just pluck his ears. <laughs> and honestly, you still continue. <laughs> I do feel that he, he's just rejecting me, but I will just hold back because I understand the ground that he's standing on. Yeah, There yeah. is nothing he can do, you know, mm. to... To make easier the situation. Mm. Do you have people to talk to, though? Do you have, like, a best friend? Do you have a sister, someone you're close to that you can share these with, if not with your son? That's a problem. I do not. I'm always with him. We just, it's like he's just the only person I've got. I'm always with him in everything and Mm. everywhere. I just find myself, I'm just with him. But do you allow him to have a life outside of a life with mommy? He does. He does have his own life. Um, He's a very, I actually envy his personality because he's got this very strong personality Mm. and just don't know how to, I I actually wish I had what he has, but I I don't know how to have it. I just don't know how to have it. All right, Nompo, um, yeah, you've got a good son there who's able to, to point these things out to you. And if you don't have a friend, uh, we are here, right? Uh, we, we are your friends. Some WhatsApp voice notes have come on 072-702-1702. Uh, morning, Clement and the team. Listen to the, uh, to the topic today. You know, some, the same thing happened to my family where uh, one of my aunts mentioned something in the pain that she felt um, when she was growing up. And the blame was squarely, squarely on my my grandmother. At which my grandmother had, had already passed on. So, you know, at times you would, you would think as a parent that you are sharing good things or the pain that you are having. Good things meaning uh, the pain that you felt so you are trying to release from your side. But you're actually causing a lot of pain and you, you are you are causing a lot of division between the fam in the family itself. So, at times it's not necessary for you as a parent to share your pain with your child. You'd rather share your pain with your counsel, a counselor or somebody from the outside. But with your with your child, it will it will bring a lot of uh, resentment towards your child and your your siblings as a your parent your your siblings as a parent so for me it's not a good idea to share your pain uh, with your child thank you bye um clement what you guys are talking about now it's actually making me think because i'm one of those um children where umawami normally like offloads on me and and she sees me as her best friend. And I never saw anything wrong with that. And I never thought good seeds damaging me in, in any kind of way. And even now, I think my dad picked up on it. And now my dad um, also recently for the first time um, downloaded on me. And I never saw anything wrong with that. But <clears throat> it probably explains um, why my romantic relationships never work out because of them but i never thought of it as a wrong thing actually but hey hi clement um such an apt topic um it was actually a revelation to me uh that my relationship with my son was becoming a little bit too close and i decided to um you know work on myself a bit more um This is because I'm a single mom and had gone through a really difficult, difficult divorce. And 
um, my son and I lived together and it's just the two of us and I ended up becoming a little bit more dependent on him than I should have and I realized that and I actually wrote about it in my blog um, mommyandtj.wordpress I wrote an article um, named I am not TJ's responsibility um, because I realized I was becoming a little bit too dependent on him. Mm, I'm going to check out your article. I am not TJ's responsibility. I'm going to check that out, but I'm glad you, I'm, th- I'm glad you're saying you, th- this is more of a revelation because you're reflecting on the kind of relationship you've had um, with, with your child. Ngateko, I want to take you back to what Mpo said, who called us and speaks about her son. You know, she, she said, you know, he is all I have. You know, she doesn't have friends. She doesn't have like, you know, sisters that she's close to that she can talk to. That can put a lot of pressure on a child, uh, doesn't it? Cause, cause I imagine that's why I asked, are you allowing your son to have a life outside of, you know, me and mommy? Because when mommy sees you as everything for them and they don't have anybody else to talk to, um, I'm just thinking of the pressure on the child. And 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 I'm glad that Mpostan is acting the way that um, he is, you know, as a 14-year-old. But you can also imagine if the mother still persists, or in this case, as he self-confessed, if she still persists, I mean, I think um, a person can only, in inverted commas, reject you or block you uh, so many times until they take out their earphones and then say, all right, I'm here, I'm listening. Even though uh, Mposan has already said, mom, go to a psychologist, I'm not a psychologist. Um, Mposan says, he is the only person I have. I, I, was, I want to um, say that is a myth. It's not true. Um, you are not an island with your son. There are other mothers at school. There are teachers. There are, you know, your co-workers. Um, if you go to church, you've got a church community. Um, you can reach out to a psychologist, a counselor. Um, you pointed out um, earlier on to a pastor, uh, a sporting club. Um, you know, you and I come and be runners. You know, we can always just go into those spaces and there's different pockets of spaces um, recreationally uh, where you can connect with other adults um, other than seeing that you and your child are the only thing. Because what might end up happening is that as much as important can still be allowed to have his own life, mom's needs might mm. even supersede those, um, yeah. you know, uh, activities where person wants to be driven to a sports match or to movies or to a play date or to a sleepover. And then, then Mposa says, no, but I need you tonight. I'm not feeling well. So, so as much as he's spam and ascetic about his role as a child, yeah. it might be that the pressure that he feels and mm-hmm. the fact that he's not independent yet, he might end up feeling cornered. And that's when we even see and hear children who say, I've got a love hate relationship with my parents. Yes, you know, the, the parent is surprised. Why do you hate me? I'm your mother. I've done yeah. everything for you. Um, where's the hate coming from? I love you with all my, my life because they are now having conflict. Yeah. Um, they are conflicted within themselves because, yeah, they cannot yeah. be there, there themselves. Okay, we, we, we've got about 60 seconds left. Uh, I'm hoping we can just answer two questions from, from our listeners. One wants to know, uh, says, hi, just yesterday I was having a conversation with my 32-year-old 
uh, daughter who insists that I should take care of her until I die because I bought her, I brought her to this world, irrespective of me having money or not. Um, I should make a plan. According to her, I should buy her a house and a car, etc. Hey, wow. Please ask your guest if this is normal. Ngateko, a child who says, well, you brought me here. I want the house. I want the car. Yeah, you, you see, again, remember that wedding, that languaging a child, this person is not a child. According to any yeah, law, yeah. Um, not even South African law around the world, when you are either 16, 18, or 21, at, at least you are no longer a minor, meaning that you are an independent human being. Whether yeah. I brought you to this earth or not, you are no longer yeah. my responsibility. Just like um, the, the, the caller um, who said, um, you know, so-and-so is not my responsibility. Yeah. Your, your, your major child um, or offspring is no longer your child. So, but I think there... There might be, I suspect there might have been enmeshment, uh, something that we are talking about, or some form mm. of codependency for this particular person, for this child, is adult child, to not see themselves as an yeah. adult. Yeah, well, Ngateko, thank you for making time. Uh, Ngateko Ndala Mahoro um, is a clinical psychologist. I appreciate you making time uh, for us. I'm just out of time, not able to get to some of the calls and messages that came through, but I hope this conversation was insightful for you.